Hey, this is Derek Green from Sepultura. You're listening to The Underground. This is Christian from El Nino. This is Dino Cazares from The Fear Factory. Hey, this is Jerry Only. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Kitchen Gage. Hey, this is Richard Patrick from Filter. This is Sonny from The Bad P.O.D. This is Sully Erna from Godsmack. Welcome to the underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music. We are catching up with Roy from Downset. They have just dropped their brand new album, Maintain. Roy, tell us about this one, man. Eight years in the making. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was an eight-year hiatus. Two year in the making. My bad. Yeah, it's okay. You know, eight years ago there wasn't a band. It was, it, it dissipated, and went on a hiatus. If you were to ask any of us if there was going to be a sixth album, you know, the mutual response would have been probably not. And so everybody went off and uh, after the One Blood album, you know, everybody went off and, and did their own thing. And, and, you know, everybody has different circumstances in their lives right now. And so it, it was it was mainly what it, what it came down to was Ray and I meeting again and, and burying all resentments. We've, yeah. we've been through our we've been through our ups and downs and. We've had a lot of member changes, but for the most part, there's always been a good core of, of original members for every album. This time around, it was right after uh, I did a Power Flow tour, and, and, and it was just about 2020, and I got a phone call from Ray. I hadn't talked to him in about 15 years. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's been that long. Even uh, when they made those two other albums, we'd re- really keep in touch in those times. Uh, the Universal and One Blood, albums were the two most recent albums i was just doing my thing and just certain things you know had us separate for a while and so he called me to bury the hatchet and not to reform the band he just wanted to call and say hey man uh, we know each other a long time we're brothers love you man you know forgive me and i said you know what you forgive me i'm the one who should be apologizing i did a lot of the the young and dumb things i was the one i was the first one to introduce all those things into the band and not in a way where I, I meant to it was just you know that's how it was in those times he, he said i don't want to form a band i just want to be friends and that's not what i called and i said let's just skip through the chase if you have any wild idea of reforming the band i can do it i'm ready right now if wow. you want to do this let's do it right now because i have the time right now and so that was the beginning the first idea of actually doing album number six so we got in the studio it was just him and I. We, we uh, hired Nick Jett from Terror to uh, help us write some songs. I'm really good friends with Andrew from Strife. We've been in bands together, and he lives not so far from me. We've done a lot of a lot of records together, and he came to, in to help and, and fill in the, a rhythm guitar role. And at the time, it was just the four of us. It was just two guitar players, Nick Jett and Ray. We started to bang out demos. That was in January, March of 2000. 20 oh. and um that's when the pandemic hits studio closes our files are stuck in the studio for five months everything stops nobody knows what the hell's going on everybody's confused we had to maintain our faith you know hold fast to our courage and you know 
lot of prayers and, and hoping whatever the confusion was because when the pandemic hit nobody knew what the hell in the beginning it was it was just kind of almost mayhem it was confusion and never been through anything like that didn't anticipate this type of obstacle it was, i couldn't call it from miles away man i i, I would never have never heard the word pandemic <laughs> yeah. you know until at march and um we waited we get got back in the studio in, in july the doors finally opened we finished the demo and then we rehired our old manager, Scott Koenig, who used to manage us back for the Check Your People days and Do You Speak a Dead Language. He was uh, with Rush Artist Management. He used to manage Madball, Earth Crisis, Fear Factory, Biohazard. Damn, uh, a lot of good bands. Yeah, he's been, he's been in the business for a long time. So he had a lot of good connections with Nuclear Blast and other labels. And so we shopped it. And right away, we got the interest from Nuclear Blast. They'd say, let's give it a shot. And we signed that year in October and December. We were in, in, in pre-production. We blocked off studio time with uh, Downtown Rehearsal Studios. It's owned by Chris Poland, ex-Megadeth guitar player. Yes. And uh, he, he was really nice to us and, and, and made us feel at home. And he wasn't, you know, some some guys like dudes like that can have any attitude they want in, in, in the business, it seems. and. But he's very, he was very down to earth and very helpful. And in two months, we were able to knock out all the pre-production and, and the music. And then um, went in the following year in, in January, we tracked for two months, all the basic tracking. Took a break for a couple months and let Ray soak in and marinate on the tracks and write the rest of the lyrics. And he went back in in the summer, did the vocals. And then in August, we mixed September, we mastered. And then from that time on until today, it's been the wait for uh, I think a six month wait in between that. You know, we launched Nuclear Blast, launched a campaign of promotions and all the interviews and, and all the releases. So it, when they said, okay, the album's not gonna get released until June 10th. And I was like, wow, man, that's, that's a long ways away. But <laughs> man, it went by so fast. And, and here we are today, albums released today. Well, you guys was released yesterday. So today it's finally out and it, and it took two years from the idea of actually starting from scratch, from absolutely nothing, no ideas, not a riff, not a lyric, not even an idea for the title track of the album. It was just straight to the drawing board. It took two years to write about and record 13 songs with vocals, tracking, mixing, and mastering. And here yeah. we are. It's absolutely crazy, Roy, because, yeah, like you just mentioned, today is June the 10th. It's kind of – it's pretty special that I get to talk to you on release day. It's like – it's almost June 11 over here, but, yeah, it's all sorts of awesome that you took time out on release day. The album is an absolute banger. Can you tell us about the video Place to Be, and, and do you have any more coming up, Roy? Yeah, the Place to Be, that video uh... – the song is a little bit different tuning. It's a drop C that, that downsets. Yeah. We were in drop C for most all the albums, except drop C was uh, the first tuning that we did for the first demo. So that's really the original sound. So we wanted to try to come back to sound like 1992 meets 2022. Yeah. And so uh, the video was filmed in Burbank at a, a rehearsal studio called The Power Plant. It's a humongous place professional building and and uh, we were able to set up our amps and our guitars and and actually play along live during the video so it looks like a sincere band playing along the video no lip syncing everything we were plugged in every take that we did we were plugged in really loud so yeah. it was it was real we were playing along 
on real time. Everybody was playing, everybody was plugged in. So there was no fooling around doing somersaults and backflips and, and spins. We had to, you know, play our instruments and 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 that's the that's the image that I want to portray. I want it to be looked at us like a band that's jamming and we know that there's no nobody in there and and we all know we're making a video, but I want I want people to see us actually playing our instruments in, in every form, whether it's the way he hits, Bobby hits the drums, from the way I pick to everything to how, you know, I'm plugged in, the whole the whole thing. And, and I felt that there was a natural way about the, the video and I was really pleased with the outcome. And then there's another piece where um, uh, there was a location in downtown LA. It was right in the middle of downtown LA. It, it, it was a secret place Oh. where Ray has his underground meetings with his graffiti crew, UTI. Um, they've been around for, I want to say, almost 40 years. They've been around the LA underground hip-hop scene for a long time, and they've been they've been doing meetings and maintaining the name for, for a long time, and they, they mean a lot to LA hip-hop. That's where Ray keeps in touch with his hip-hop roots, with his graffiti, his raps, and, and everybody in his crew are all into hip-hop. So that place was filmed where he has his meetings and it was just him and, and Bobby Blood, he he directed and filmed it. You know, what better teammate to have on your team where not, your drummer not only plays the drums, he can do a lot of other things. He can, he can film a movie, a video, he can, he can edit, he can engineer. So Bobby was a big help for us in making the video. We were planning on doing another video for new respect, okay, um, yeah. we're optimistic that we're going to be able to pull it off. Right now, we're just waiting on Ray to come around. He's 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 he works a lot. He has an unforgiving job, and he's been able to get off of work in, in the past and do tours and and stuff like that. So we're anticipating getting together really soon, having that 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 big band meeting, and say, okay, now let's talk about touring before the year's over. Let's try to pull some shows off, some tours, and hopefully another video. You know, my idea in the beginning was to do a video for every song oh that'd be cool i, I that was my intention couldn't pull that off man <laughs> uh, just it's just uh, a lot of things got in the way and there was a lot of things happening then um after we were done with the mix howie weinberg makes our album uh i would say um i say october november of last year uh right in right around there our, our manager scott Connick passed away with through the, the delta virus and so um, just it was one thing after another and that was a big crushing blow it, it was he was our buffer he was our, our middleman he was our friend he was he was our manager i mean we didn't have to make those phone calls to the record label it was talk to scott yeah. scott knew exactly what we you know he knows us he's known us for a long time and and then scott would relay the message to whoever we were working with whether it be the label or promoters or journalists or whoever it may be he was he was the man that was in between and and keeping that professional relationship between the labels or the booking agents and so when he left we were forced to play another role we hired another manager craig and lum from heathen he manages exodus and heathen well he was with us for a month he was in arkansas we're here in la we tried to to, to mesh and make it work but that didn't work out so, yeah. you know, on the management level, we're still kind of, you know, messy in that area. Cause we're patching things up in that area because we're, we just didn't anticipate our manager dying through this. After all the shortcomings and obstacles, we're, you know, 
we've been blessed and and that this day has come and you know the the video release was released and and that was amazing and, and now the day is here where our album is released and for me it's been a long time coming because i haven't been in the band and downset since 2003 it's the last time i've been in downset almost so, 20 years roy yeah for for me to come back and grab a hold of these horns and you know the the, the downset beast is a, a really hard 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 one to, to get your hands on you know it, it's a tough one out of all the bands i've been in this is one of the toughest toughest bands when it comes to uh getting things moving and, and it's just it seems to operate and it's in its own speed whether you like it or not but my whole thing is that i really want to have like-minded people in the band who are extremely optimistic and positive it's very very important to surround ourselves around a team like that in order yeah. to win and achieve your short-term and your long-term goals because if you have guys that are constantly saying how is that going to work? How are we going to make that happen? And that attitude, it, it stops you from progressing. So when you have guys that have a good attitude and believe that things are going to work out, that's when they work out. Although the downset machine is hard to push down the railways, once you get it going, it's a machine, man. So that you can't stop sort of thing. Yeah, I absolutely love the analogy there, Roy. That is all sorts of awesome so what what is kind of up next for you guys you sort of touched on that you're going to try and hit the road depending on ray do you, do you think that's a possibility and a possibility of heading out here maybe the only territories that i have never been to in my career has been australia you know, new zealand and south america those are the ter territories that i've been dying to, to come and play my music we're we're going to give it our, our best shot to to get out there sooner than later because that that's what we're supposed to do and that's what i love to do is play live and I love to play my guitar and we're going to continue to be positive and, and optimistic that we're going to come out there. Like I said, there's always some circumstance that is preventing things right now and pandemics and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, right, right now, you know, I just, I'll be honest. We just, we're all waiting on Ray to come around. He's just got his issues that he needs to deal with. And, and, you know, it just takes patience. I can't say, Hey man, we need to get on the road or you're out of the band. Let's do this now. You know, we just we have to wait for for this to to let it develop but right now we have an album release so it's like come on ray let's let's start getting this back on the road you know we we, we took a little bit of time off uh, he was you know ray hadn't been in the studio for eight years he hadn't been active with any any other bands myself i've, I've been active and do my other bands like power flow and cutthroat and the other projects i've been uh, i've been working on so i i haven't been really a cold as saying I, I wasn't frozen i was actually you know my producing skills and engineering skills are getting better daily so i was i was ready to go i, I was i was ready for this and when ray came around and he got back on track with his lyric writing and recording masterpiece that guy's masterful when it comes to lyric writing it, i've never met anybody like him that writes the way he does and that's so passionate and and sincere about what he's writing about and it really takes you there hopefully uh you know we can just start getting back in the rehearsal studio because when we we did this album you got you know we, it was like giving birth to a baby <laughs> it was you know and, and ray ray was struggling at the end to come up with with material he had written you know 12 songs and he had one more to go and he was out of gas he was out of ideas it was everybody goes through writer's block Everybody goes through through that thing, and and so when we finally finished, uh, we were gassed. Now I think we've had enough time 
of rest. Now that the date's finally here, it, it felt like forever, but yet it got here really fast. And so we got to get on it. Oh, definitely, man. And and you mentioned Powerflow in there too. Big fan of that group of yours. They bring your Powerflow is bringing out an album this year as well, aren't they, Roy? Yeah, I decided for myself. Like I said, man, bands bands go through a lot. Yeah. Bands go through a lot, and you know. I was a band I formed with Sendog, and we formed it in 2016 to 2015. And a similar thing happened with us. We we did a demo, and, and uh, our manager Deb Klein, she also manages Cypress Hill. She went off and got us to deal with new new Damage record with, within that year. And we were same thing. Went into pre production in 2017, and and recorded the album in 2017 with Jay Baumgartner. And next thing you know, in 2018, we did a whole full year run. Yeah. And then Sendog, he's also busy with Cypress Hill. So th there was a point there where we all just went off and did our own thing. Billy did Billy Bio. Christian is doing violence. Christian Oldie Wobbers. Fernando Schaefer went back home. Sendog did Cypress Hill album. And then so in between all that, I went and, and we and formed Downset. And it wasn't my intentions, but that, that got that call from Ray, like I told you. Yeah. And then I just got really into that. And, and and there was like a, a course collision there. And I just told the guys, look, man, I'm, I'm just going to do the downset. You guys go ahead and do power flow. And hey, I'm going to miss this album. Sorry, but maybe the next one, maybe I could come back for the next one. And maybe I could come back in the band one day. But right now, I'm, I'm not with power flow right now. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah, see, I plead ignorance on that one. I didn't know, Roy, but that's it's awesome that you're getting things moving. And thank you so much for taking time out. Right before we go, Roy, because I know you've got to get on the road and that sort of thing, but I want to grab a recommendation from you, something that your fans were like, what's something that you've been checking out? It can be music, movies, Netflix series, anything like that. Oh, okay. I, I've been listening to, to some hardcore. I've been listening to uh, bands like No Warning from Canada. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, they, they've been around for a while, but a friend of mine at work showed me some songs and I, I just been listening to a, a lot of certain bands like them. I, I also been listening to the Beatles and some reggae and some ska, which I really don't listen to that. Sometimes I get, uh, you know, you, you get the writer's block, you want to kind of veer off and listen to different genres and kind of, you know, kind of get into some more rhythms, you know, but yeah, um, yeah as, as far as my, you know, my music I haven't been listening to that much, you know, a little bit of MDC. I got into MDC this month a lot. And what I've been also doing is uh, making amplifiers. You know, as you can see, I got oh, I can see that's cool. Yeah. And I got my rig back there. I got, you know, I got, I don't know if you can see that. And just working on stuff and, and just keeping positive and always making sure my gear is working. I put all my money, everything I have into my gear. And as a musician, if, if you're a guitar player or a bass player or a drummer, I highly recommend that you keep your equipment up to par and you have a backup for a backup and be ready when the time comes to rehearse or, or record or go on tour. Your, your livelihood, and it comes down to a lot of things. For me, my livelihood comes down to my instruments, my guitars. I play Jackson guitars, uh, USA. I, I've never played Jackson before until the last three years. And, and it's like, man, where you been my whole life? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I was playing, you know, Gibson SGs and Les Pauls. I make sure to, 
to keep my amplifiers properly maintained. I buy new tubes, I have a tube tester. I make sure that everything's always working, my cords are working. You have to have good cords or if you have a wireless system, get the best wireless system that money can buy because buying anything cheap is gonna break on you. I always suggest to buy the best stuff possible. It's gonna perform well for you in the studio. Oops. Sonically, and the instruments are, are less temperamental, especially guitars. When you have a good piece of wood and you know you have a, a really good make versus a copy and there's there's people who you know who settle for the the copies because they're just cheaper and 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 they want to make themselves believe that they're just as good as the the, the better stuff and it, it never really is you know always <laughs> you're always lying to yourself when you do that so invest the money get the good stuff and then you can always sell it because it, the, the good stuff never depreciates. It only appreciates the, the good quality gear. I've been wanting to recommend this to people always ask me, hey, man, why do you spend so much money on gear? You don't need that much gear live. You don't need this. You don't need that. And I've done tons of tours and and I, I just I just have different rigs and stuff. And I explain to people, look, man, if, if you're not ready, if you don't have your gear in tip top shape, that's your livelihood. And it's gonna reflect on you, it's gonna reflect on your band. And so when it comes to any type of recommendation for, for guitar players, that's one. I mean, really, you know, save your money for the best stuff. Oh, 100%, I love that right there, Roy. And just thank you so much for taking time out. I can't stress that enough, especially at the time in the morning. It is Roy from Downset. Their brand new album, Maintain, is out now. Be sure to hit them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash DownsetLA, Twitter at DownsetLA, and Instagram at DownsetOfficial. Thanks, Roy. Appreciate you taking time out, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's my sincere pleasure, and you have a good one, and, and hope to see you out on the road. Fingers crossed, Roy. Thank you, man. All right, all right, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.